Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all. We're going to jump into a, a series we've been in, a kind of a heavier one, um, called uh, Don't Believe the Storm. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for tonight. I pray tonight that you just be with us. Would you be with me as I, I speak? Would you just, uh, would your words uh, from Scripture, would they, would they just hit tonight? If there's somebody here tonight that has a heavy heart, like maybe they feel like they're, they're moving towards depression, or maybe they feel like there's a friend, or they've been there before, like I pray, Lord, tonight that you were, you, the darkness would just be lifted out a little bit, and that your light and your hope uh, would just be seen a little clearer. God, we thank you for this time. Would you just be with us as we listen? And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The first week, like I said, this is kind of a heavier series. We talked about loneliness, usually not something we talk about a lot. But the, the sad statistic of all the four topics that we're talking about, uh, the heavy part of this is they're on the rise. And that breaks my heart. We talked about, Blake talked about loneliness the first week. And loneliness is this, you can be in a room full of people and feel like there's nobody there for you. I'm sure we've probably all been there. Like everybody else has someone to talk to. Everyone's connecting to somebody, and we feel like we're not connecting. And it's just loneliness is one of those things that grow. And, and Blake talked about this, that God will never leave us. And here's what God does. He loves to do this. He loves to put people in our lives in times of loneliness. It's just what Jesus loves to do. And he, he likes to do that. Hopefully this can be a place where that is something that can happen. Like you, you don't feel lonely when you come here. If you do, man, I, I, we, we don't want that to happen. And we, that is everything uh, that we don't want to happen. We want everyone to connect here and feel like they belong. The next week we talked about anxiety. And we kind of use this weight here. We, a lot of people wrote down a lot of things here that, that, they are, uh, that they're anxious about. And, and I mean, I, I've read some of these, and some of these are just, they're, they're really heavy. And we just talked about that many times that's what we do with our anxiety is we carry it around like a 45-pound weight. And if we can carry it for a while because we think we're strong enough, but here's what happens in anxiety. It just begins to get too heavy. It becomes too burdensome. And here's what we found last week is this, that, 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 that Peter says this, that, that God would love us to take our anxiety and everything that weighs us down, all of our worry, and put it on him. He uses this word at the beginning. That this, we talked about it last week, uh, before, last week before um, spring break, that cast means this, to throw. Like it's not something you carry, it's something you get off of you. And that, that when we worry and when we have anxiety, like we don't have to hold on to those. We can cast it on him. Why? Because he cares for us. Like we have a God who cares about our worries and our anxieties. And he says, yo, I, I, throw that on me. Every time. And this is not a one-time deal. This is an everyday. When you're feeling the weight, when you're feeling anxiety, come back up. It's an everyday thing. God, I'm giving it back to you. I, I picked up the weight again. I'm giving it back to you over and over and over again that we would do that. So tonight, we, uh, if loneliness and anxiety, like it, this kind of builds on one another. And tonight, we're talking about something a little, a little more damaging, I believe, than anxiety. It definitely is. Have you ever been to a, an event where uh, maybe it's been a concert or uh, like when I was looking through those videos, uh, I'm sorry, those pictures of camp, it's where it happens to me. Have you ever been to a sporting event or a concert and lost your voice? Anybody ever lost their voice singing so loud at a concert or you went to a sporting event 
Every, so many times at camp, I lose my voice because I'm screaming over 100, uh, you know, 100, 120 students. I'm trying to get everybody's attention, and I end up sounding hoarse, and just my voice goes out, and it's just one of those things. Tonight in Scripture, tonight in Scripture, we're going to look at a man in Scripture who uh, would scream so loud that he lost his voice. But it's for a totally different reason. Like he goes hoarse for a, a totally different, a much heavier reason than, a, than something as fun as a concert or a sporting event or a week of camp. And he, he loses his voice by crying out to God. We see in Psalms, and we're going to look at that, but I, I don't know if you know this or not, but maybe you don't know this. Did you know that it's okay for you to cry out to help to God? Like, like, we are green-lighted. When we need help, it is okay to cry out. Literally, if you want to cry out loudly, you can do that. It can be quiet. It can be in your journal. It can, it, it can be all these different things. But sometimes I think we think that because he's God that we can't cry out, we can't tell him exactly how we feel. But if you've ever read through Proverbs, it is so real and it's so raw. David writes a lot of these, King David, and he is just, it's like almost his, his journal where he's just pour, crying out his heart and pouring out his heart about the, the drama and, and all the things that he's going through, about all the weight that's on him, and he cries out like he, over and over again. And, and we know it's okay because David's called a man after God's own heart. Like it's okay to cry out to God when things get heavy. Like we should do that. He says this in Psalms 22.1. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? I mean, King David cried out as loudly as he could because he felt like that God had abandoned him. Like, God, where are you in all of this? And maybe some of you could relate to that feeling. Like, maybe you've been there too. As we continue on today, I want to look at this scripture. And I want to look at uh, what David tells God. Look at what he says here. He, he's crying out, Lord, would you just save me? Would you save me, God? Like he, he begins to give all these word pictures about how heavy life is right now. I mean, look at these word pictures. He has, he has waters here, like the, and the waters are going to rise. They've come up to my neck. Like, God, the waters have come up to my neck, and here he's, he's giving some more word pictures. Like, he's sinking into the murky depths. Like, there's darkness. He's, he's, he feels like he's sinking. Beautiful word pictures he gives for the heaviness. There's no foothold. You know what a foothold is? Like when you're, you're climbing on a rock and you get to an area that's just so high, and you, as you've been going up, you've had some really good footholds to get higher and higher, and then usually you get so high that you're looking and you're like, well, I can't really get my leg up there. Like this is not, and you come to the place where there's no more footholds and you're not, no longer able to climb and you're probably going to fall. But he keeps going back to this. I've come into to deep waters. He says that floods are engulfing me. He begins saying, I'm just, I'm just worn out, calling for help. Like my throat is parched. I, I, I'm losing my voice. I am cried out so much. And even his eyes begin to fail, looking for my God. Psalms is riddled with these words of David. These words, these heavy words of David where he feels like there's water rising, there's nowhere to stand, 
uh, my throat, I've cried out so much, you know, are you not hearing me? His eyes, he can't see him with his eyes, like it's all of these things, his eyes have failed him too. He's been looking for God and searching for God in the midst of all the mess he's facing. Here's the thing that he always comes back to, and it's so cool to see in Psalms. You'll see this, where he cries out at the beginning of a psalm, God, where are you, where are you, where are you? But the cool thing is, by the end of the psalm, he realizes this, that we've been talking about the entire time we've been in this message series, that God is there. That God is going to bring him through this. doesn't mean it's still not going to be heavy. It doesn't mean it's still not going to be difficult times. But God is going to be there in the difficult things. He's going to be there. Maybe you've been in a situation like that where you keep telling yourself over and over, like you have to keep telling yourself like the underlying line of this message series that Jesus is with us. That the storm, yeah, it's there, but he's, he's bigger than the storm. Maybe you've been like David and you've had to tell yourself, I know God is there. I know God is there. Maybe you've kind of been there as well. And here's the thing. Uh, we usually don't think about it, but it's, it's probably a pretty good chance what we're really talking about tonight. We talked about anxiety last week. And when anxiety grows, many times what it becomes is, is what we're talking about tonight, and that's depression. It's a really heavy thing. It's a heavy thing that some of my friends are walking through right now. I'm praying for them. I'm trying to do my best to be there for them. There are students I know here in our ministry who, who they shared, like they, 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 they've been through these times of depression and they've struggled in those types of things. I don't know why uh, depression has come for some of us. There's lots of different reasons that depression comes uh, for us. For David, he had some really scary things happen. The reason he's in this moment where he's crying out to God, he, had a, there was a, a, he became king, but before him there was a really evil king named Saul. King Saul was so jealous of David that for most scholars would say from either four to seven years, doesn't matter which it is, he hunts, tries to hunt David down. David, uh, for uh, four to seven years, I don't care if it's four years or seven years, that's a long time to try to be hunted down. Saul literally was going all over the country to kill him, to take him out. If you were under that kind of weight, it would probably be a time where maybe depression would come up. He goes on and he, he just has all these things. He, he experiences losing his best friend, Jonathan. They were really tight in Scripture. You can read about it in First and Second Samuel and in First and Second Kings. You can read about this story. He loses his best friend Jonathan. They were they were tight. A little later, time later, he loses a young baby that he had with Bathsheba. The baby dies. And it's heavy. I can't imagine. A few years later, there's he has one of his other sons named Absalom. And now one of his own sons is doing what King Saul did. He's hunting him down because he wants to take the throne from his dad. And that's just a few things that David walked through. And I know probably you don't have the same list, but maybe some of you can relate. You're feeling like the waters are coming up around you and you were about to despair. And maybe someone you love has is, is, is been walking through depression. Like he, he, We just need to know, and what we've been take, talking every week, we've just been really landing on this, is that Jesus can still storm the, he can still the storm of depression. He can do that. 
Because here's what David knew as he continued to go through his life. David knew this. He knew that it was okay to not be okay in God's presence. But David also knew this, that it wasn't okay to stay that way. Like, we don't want anybody. Like, it's okay if you're walking through depression today. That is an okay thing. David knew that it was okay to anguish and cry out to God. But here's what David also knew, that he did not want to live that way for the rest of his life. And we don't want to either. Like, if that's where you're at or if that's where your friend's at, what we want for them and what Jesus wants for them is to help them calm the storms and begin to walk out of the deep waters, begin to find footholds, and begin to climb back out of these miry depths that David talks about here. David knew it wasn't okay to be there, to, to stay there. He knew it was okay to be in God's presence, but he, he knew that he had to keep moving, and he had to keep moving closer and closer to God, and he didn't shy away from telling God exactly how he felt. And he knew that God would deliver. This is one you're going to look at in your life groups tonight. And it's this beautiful thing where David just realizes he could cry out, but he also realizes he has hope. I love this verse. David's just real and he's raw and he also holds on to hope. And that's what we need to remember in difficult times. I mean, this may be a verse that you want to snap a picture of. It may be a verse you want to come back to. You may want to take that little square card home tonight. I hope you will, because there's, there's something on the back that we're going to talk about here in a minute that I hope you will. But look at David. He says, why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. This is an interesting line here. Even though this is going on up here, right? The downcast and the disturbed. He's still going to praise. He's still going to hold on to God. And I love that about David. He does this over and over and over again. When we choose to be honest with God with how we feel, and then we begin to praise him despite it all, here's what begins to happen. We begin to take our eyes off the problem, and we begin to put our eyes on God. So often, that's what we love to do. We love to focus on the problems. We love to focus on the issues. We love to focus on the drama. We love to focus on the heaviness. And David's like, yeah, that is heavy, but here's what you've got to do. You've got to put your eyes on God. You've got to realize that he is with us in the storm, that he is there. Would you, would you put your hope in him? That if you've never heard a story of hope, it's this time of year. The cool thing is, is we are Easter people, Right? We are Easter people. We have, if you're a Christian, we have the most hope than anybody else in this world. I don't know what else you can hold on to if it's not the hope of Jesus Christ rising from the dead. We are Easter people. We're going to celebrate that this weekend. And it just reminds us that, that, that we don't have to believe the storm, that we don't have to believe that Jesus just went to the cross and that's all there was. No, he rose from the grave. We have this great hope that David talks about here. So tonight, what I want to do as we close up, and this is going to be a little awkward, and sometimes awkward's okay, right? We've already shot each other with Nerf guns tonight, right? I mean, what's, what's a little something more? So I want to take 30 seconds. And maybe you've done this before, but I just think tonight we should probably practice what we preach a little bit. So what we're going to do in just a moment is um, we're going to all, hopefully you'll be a part of this, we're all going to pray out loud at once. 
called a concert of prayer, right? You know at a concert, somebody plays trumpet, somebody plays the drums, somebody plays this or that. Here's the thing, in a moment, we're going to be a concert of prayer. Your instrument is your voice. And here's what we want to do tonight. For 30 seconds, and I'm going to do it with you, and I hope our leaders will do that as well. We're just going to pray out loud to God. And here's what I want you to do. If there's anything heavy, if you're going through anything small or big, I want you to just tell God about it. David cries out till his voice is gone. I'm not saying you've got to scream it tonight. If you want to, that's cool. But I'd love for you to speak it out loud. We're not trying to listen to the person next to us. We're trying to speak to God together. All right? But do you understand? Like 30 seconds that we're going to do, and I'm going to kind of, I'll close this at the end when it gets silent. I'll pray, and then I will tell you one thing, and then we're going to go to our groups, okay? God tells us, do exactly what we're about to do, to cry out. And my prayer and my hope is, is this won't be the only place you do that. That at school, when things get heavy, you'll cry out. You'll cast your anxiety, your cares, your heaviness, your weight on him. That at home, like in your journal, all these times, you'll be crying out to our God who stills the storms. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to uh, turn my microphone off. I'm going to say go. And we're going to all pray out loud for about 30 seconds. It's going to be awkward, but here's the thing. God's going to hear all of it because he can't. He's bigger, he's smarter, he's wiser, he's God. Here we go. Let's pray together. We just did, I guess. <laughs> Let's pray together, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll lead it. God, we uh, thank you that you're a God who, when we're in trouble, you don't disappear. You're there. So often we forget that. David forgot that over and over, but he always came back and knew that you're there. I pray that students and adults in here would just remember that even in the difficulties, you're there. Help us to just remember that you're there with us in the storm. That the storm is not bigger than you. That loneliness and anxiety and depression, they're not bigger than you. You are the all-powerful God. We thank you for the hope we have in you. We thank you for this weekend we get to celebrate Easter, God. Help us to be just reminded over and over and over again in our life that we have a great hope. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen.